When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Uh, We hope that your summer is going well. If you're new to Sustainable Success, you can uh, join us always at the Voice America Influencer Channel, or always you can find us on our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. Come visit us on Facebook because there you'll find all of our on-demand past episodes of our great guests that share content that will help to take your business in your personal life to the next level. Today, we're going to have a, uh, a great topic that we're going to be discussing, you know, in terms when it comes to sustainable success, and that is around clarity, the importance of clarity. And this is something that's true and dear to my heart because clarity plays an important role in everything that I do and what I do with my clients when it comes to building a sustainable success model, whatever that means to you in your business your personal life, and your wellness. Uh, before I, I introduce our guest, um, our guest's name is S.T. Wilkinson, and I wanted to give a brief bio about her. She is based in Malaysia, and she is an international top-level executive communication coach and trainer with the Speech Improvement Company. Her experience has provided her with a valuable and very differentiated cultural perspective, which she brings into her work with her clients. She is highly specialized in creating change in a very short period of time and instills immediate, uh, immediately a high impact of high level of comfort and trust. Her expertise in providing direct feedback and creating lasting shifts have led her work with, uh, to work with top executives and celebrities all around the world. ST is a member of the prestigious invitation-only Forbes Coach Council, a select group of world-class professionals unified by a shared mission to empower leaders. She was the plenarian speaker at the WEF 2018 International Conference in New Delhi, where she was conferred the WEF Award of Exceptional Women of Excellence. She's the author of the upcoming book, Obstacle Buster, that's trademarked, How to Create a Big and Bold Shift for Lifelong Success, and was invited by Don Hales, the founder and chairman of Awards International, LTD in the UK, to be an international judge at the CXMO Maldives Business and Customer Experience Awards 2018, an annual event that celebrates success in the business and service industries. Without further ado, I welcome ST to the show. Hi, ST. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me today. And it I'm is a pleasure. And I know that you are coming in from Malaysia, and it is late night there because we are Hi. at 12 noon here uh, this late July during the summer, and and I believe over in Malaysia, even though I believe it's summer year round, but it, it but, but technically it would be winter time over there, correct? Um, technically, might be, but in Malaysia the temperature it's is not. It's hot all year round. <laughs> it's very hot. It's very very hot, and it's after midnight, so temperatures cool down. You're right. It's a bit cooler than in other seasons of the year. Uh, especially during the night, but during the day it's very hot and you'll meet. Wow, yeah, I, I've been over there. I, I haven't been there in a while, but I, I used to spend time in Singapore, and and I know even though the, the seasons are opposite of where we are, obviously your winters are not winters. They're, it's summer year-round, and uh, 
But just to let you know, it's, uh, you know, it, we've had a sticky, sticky July. So uh, we probably have similar weather going on here like, like you've experienced <laughs> in Malaysia, especially here in the Northeast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really excited about today's topic about the importance of clarity for success. And this is something uh, clarity is so important. And wanted to, you know, talk to you a little bit about, you know, when it comes to clarity, what is some, what's really imp- the most important thing that as business owners or business leaders or, you know, leaders in our community and our households, what was you, what do we need to look at first when it comes to looking at clarity for success? Well, I believe that when you want to do a successful business and work towards your own successful goals, it is very important to know yourself. So, in terms of your character and your strengths, yes, there are plenty of tests out there that analyze your personality and your different traits and maybe your weaknesses, what you can work on. But with knowing yourself, I don't mean only from the skills side point of view. I mean it as well from your personal point of view. So what does know yourself mean? Where are you coming from? What is your family history? What has happened to previous generations, for example, in business or in their career, to know what is the generational path of success in your system, where you're coming from. And that helps to create a lot of awareness of unconscious pattern that you might be following. So I give you an example. I was working with a coaching client of mine who always created Uh, very successful ventures, but they all eventually collapsed for no apparent reason, right? And he tried to figure out and pinpoint what is it that leads always to a similar outcome. And he was looking at all possible angles. But when I brought up that one point, he started researching his family history. And he found out that um, in previous generations, his grandfather went bankrupt several times Mm. and his father had had severe business challenges so unconsciously he might have had followed that pattern so knowing yourself goes as well beyond just who you are but it goes further to your system where are you coming from what is the blueprint that you're carrying with you Um, what are the influences you had while you were growing up in terms of business success and money and these things are very important to know and be aware of so when you mentioned like you mentioned tracing back back to his you know grandfather and father where his grandfather went bankrupt you know, so these are roots, right? You know, our our, right. our family tree, so to speak. But when we talk about roots, I mean, are we going beyond our, like, are we actually are going beyond ourselves, right. you know, going back to our, you know, where we came from, you know, where, you right. know, our ancestors, so to speak. Is that what I'm taking it as or? Yes, it is. Because what I've realized is in Western cultures, many times, people think they're very free in their decision making and what they want to do and how they want to do it. When you actually start researching the story of the family, I don't want to talk too much about this, but just when you research the background, it many times becomes apparent that we follow certain patterns, even if we're not aware of them. And the very fact of becoming aware of what happened before helps us sharpen our mind and consciousness towards where do we have to pay attention to and how can we avoid similar scenarios so in roots i mean 
especially our, as well the, the, the family background. Many times unconsciously we are loyal to the family story, right? And when we surpass our parents too far, too much, too high, something kicks in that, that brings us back to a similar level that feels familiar and comforting and um, where we feel like we know what has happened and what is going to happen in this environment because it feels familiar. Now, these things are not conscious. What I want to say is becoming aware of these things helps us to get to know ourselves better. And when we're doing it, then we realize many times that we have been following unconsciously patterns that have been repeated before for different generations. And this is very interesting. So I just want to let it stand like this as a point to consider because um, especially in Asian cultures, family and the background of the family is very important and it's paid attention to. So this is a cultural thing as well, how people approach their challenges in that sense. Mm. It's, it's very interesting what you're saying because, you know, a lot of times we can trace our roots back to childhood. But, but what you're saying, too, is like even going beyond that. I mean, going beyond going, looking at your grandparents, you know, when, you're, when your parents were growing up. It could be perhaps it can even go back even farther if you really, really want to do your homework, if you're looking at Ancestry.com, that type of thing. But really beginning to get a better understanding of what, what people in your family in, in the past what they did and, and get it so you can get you can kind of look at some of the traits that you have today that are either right. working for you or not. So what I mean is whatever you find out and what you get to know, it, it's important it is important to acknowledge it. So you don't want to change it. You don't want it to be different. Sometimes mm. truth can be very hurtful or hard or painful. But it's important to just acknowledge what is and then move on from there. Because every information that you receive about your system where you're coming from is like a puzzle piece to your identity. And it makes people feel more whole and complete when they know their roots and the background where they're coming from. We can see that as well if people have no information about their original family, like in cases of adoption, it can lead to feeling incomplete or feeling something is lacking or having this big unknown, this big question mark in their identity. Um, what might have been or who is out there and how is it connected? So it's a human basic need basically to know where we're coming from and who were the people that came before us. I think in the West it just has to, it just got forgotten a little bit, but that's one point. So once you know the background and you found uh, the stories of the family, what's interesting is that many times things start to fall into place. So it might have been that you hit a wall and you've tried all possible approaches and solutions and nothing has really worked. But once you actually do know about the background, it's like puzzle pieces coming together and then suddenly the wall disappears and you can move forward. It's like the blockage is gone. It's a process. It doesn't happen from today to tomorrow, but it's a very valuable information to have to then be able to create what you actually want for your life. That's so powerful. I mean, and then you talk about the acknowledging, you know, stage where I think a lot of times people don't want to accept or acknowledge where they're at. And that's always, yeah. I guess, 
would be where that's a starting point. You know, this is where, okay, Absolutely. it is what it is. Now I got to accept and acknowledge where I'm, where I'm at. And in order to make right. those changes to create what we desire or what we want, we have to have that acknowledgement down. Right. This goes for business and personal life, right? So in business, if you have certain issues and problems that present themselves, it doesn't help to think back how it was a year ago, two years ago. It's important to analyze what happened, but then you have to come to the point where you say, okay, I'm here today now, this is what it is, and now how do I move forward from here and with what I have and with where I am at at this very moment? And I have realized that many times in coaching, especially when people have lost a lot of uh, money or they lost a business or they've lost, uh, for whatever reason, connections, that they're deeply distraught and destroyed. And many times they think, now it's over. That's it. I'm done. I will never recover from that. And that's actually not true because you always can recreate yourself when you start realizing that you need to focus on the best possible outcome. People are consumed with thinking about what can go wrong, what's the worst possible outcome, and then being prepared for that, right? So many times when we're mulling over the problems in our head and we can't sleep at night because there's so much pressure, so much stress, and so many things going on, we fail to realize that, first of all, we cannot control everything. Right. The only thing that we do that we really do have control over is our own mind. And it's not easy to gain that control, but it is possible. And one way to do that is to start learning how to gear your self-communication. How do you talk to yourself in your head about your business, about yourself, about situations, about other people? And this communication, this inner voice can be influenced by what you actually want to achieve. So there's a specific technique that you can apply when you wake up in the morning. Every morning you write down on paper physically what you want, the best possible outcome. And this has nothing to do with affirmations. It has to do with setting like a compass in your mind in what direction you want to go. And once you have written this down, The inner voice is still there. The inner voice means the little body who tells you you can't do it, you're not good enough, other people have done it better, and I don't know what else, right? And the knowledge and the understanding that this little inner voice is there to protect you. And it's scared of anything that's different, change, or new. And it wants to That's the fight or flight uh, mechanism, yeah. Right. So what helps a lot of my clients is when I tell them, just imagine like a little body sitting on your shoulder and you just duct tape it and pat it on the shoulder and say, and, and, and you say to it, well, don't worry, it's going to be okay. You know, I got this. I've survived 100% so far. We're going to take this further. It's fine. And to have this image in your mind helps. It's funny and it's, it's cute in a way, but it helps people to detach themselves from this inner critic that's going on all the time, mm. normally 24-7. Right. So once you've done that, uh, you focus on the best possible outcome. You start learning how to self-communicate in a positive manner. And you uh, look at this little body on your shoulder, the inner voice, 
understanding that it tries to protect you from anything new or a change. Because whatever you've done so far has been successful, you're still alive, right? And this little inner voice has zero interest in you changing anything that worked so far. They want Mm. the same thing over and over, routine, what has happened before, because it has proven to be successful in terms of survival. Wow, yeah. this is uh, powerful stuff. We, we, we're going to be going to break here shortly uh, in about less than uh, uh, 20 seconds here, ST. I mean, this is powerful. What I love what you're mentioning, what, you know, you're, where you're going is that this is a process. You know, we need to, in order to really operate in true clarity, we have to address, we have to acknowledge where we're at. We got to go back to our roots to really, you know, set a, a firm foundation for ourselves. And that's where clarity really builds itself. And you've really expressed that with this concept of, uh, you know, getting to your roots, acknowledging what is and creating what you desire. And, and I'm looking for, the guests are going to be looking forward to, uh, our listeners are going to be looking forward to hearing our, the next steps, which we will be talking about here after the break. You're listening to S.T. Wilkinson. Again, she is an executive communication coach and trainer, including a uh, best-selling author for the Speech Improvement Company. We're talking about the importance of clarity for success. We'll be right back after the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us. 
The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with S.T. Wilkinson, Executive Communication Coach and Trainer, also best-selling author with the Speech Improvement Company. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about the importance of clarity for success. And what we talked about in the first segment is really, really learning how to know yourself and understand your roots. These are the puzzle pieces that create the strong identity of who you really are. And then acknowledging what is at that moment to then move forward to create what you truly desire when it comes to success. This is how clarity works. So ST, you know, when we look at, you know, the, the puzzle pieces now that, now that we're able to put that all together, what would be the next steps in creating the desired outcomes that people, you know, desire in terms of whatever they view is success to them? Well, as mentioned earlier, it's important to write down physically on a piece of paper what you actually want, the best possible outcome of what you want. Now, many people will realize when they try to do that, that they'll censor themselves in their head. A voice is going to come that says, oh, this is ridiculous, or this cannot happen, or this is impossible, or it doesn't matter. Whatever crosses your mind in terms of best possible outcome write it down. The reason why you do that is not that it's going to magically appear and happen in your life. It is to get it out of your system onto paper. So you draw it into reality and it's there as a reference, as a guide and a compass in the decisions that you make in everyday life. Either it's bringing you towards your goals or away from your goals. And to create the awareness of that is very helpful. The paper can be with you in your pocket or your bag. Nobody else has to see it. And you can take it out at certain points during the day when you have to make decisions and look at it and ask yourself, okay, what am I going to do now? Is this going to help me to, to get towards what I actually do want or is it bringing me further away from it? It's a very powerful tool. Well, you you mentioned something about, you know, what I, you know, in today's technology with people typing stuff into their phones or typing something in the computer, people have really forgotten how to really write, you know, and there, and yeah. you mentioned something that is, it's so powerful when you can take something out of your mindset through your arm, whatever, if you're left-handed or right-handed and write that on paper, there's something powerful about that. And I'm, I'm right. glad that you brought that up. So just typing in it, in, uh, just typing it into the computer or the phone doesn't cut it. It's not mm-hmm. working. Yeah. You have to physically write it down, because through the process of writing, you're drawing it into reality onto paper, and that's the very first step. If you can't even think it and write it down, how do you then want it to happen in your life? This is the first tiniest step towards making it a reality. So, yeah. After that, we were talking about self-communication and the inner voice. So it is important that when you talk to yourself and you realize you have negative thoughts or you're putting yourself down, to become aware of it and to change the habit of doing so. For many people, that is a very strong habit. Every other thought is putting themselves down. Sometimes they don't even realize it. 
oh, I was just funny or it was just a joke or I didn't mean it or whatever it is. Um, try to be truthful in the communication with yourself. What that means is if you feel bad, acknowledge it. You don't have to go and tell it everyone else, but at least to yourself in your mind, accept the reality of how you feel at the moment and what's going on right now. Once you do that, you'll be able to change it. Now, the biggest thing that holds people back to create from creating change is fear. Fear mm. is one of the biggest blockages in life. Now, fear is a very helpful thing. When we feel fear about a certain topic or an event or a person, it's a signal. It's a signal that this is something of importance and we have to pay attention to it as soon as possible. So fear creates this urgency in us to look at something. What then happens is most people or a lot of people, including myself, I mean, it's a human <laughs> it's a human thing to not wanting to look at what scares us usually, right? But there's a way to deal with fear. And that is a briefing exercise that I usually teach my uh, coaching clients. It's very powerful and it works. It's very simple. So for three minutes, you breathe in through your nose, counting to three in your mind. And you breathe out through your mouth, counting to four in your mind. Mm -hmm. And do this for three minutes. Three minutes is a very short time frame. But while you're doing this exercise, it's going to be possibly feel forever. It's a very long time frame if you only and solely focus on your breathing. Now, the reason why you focus only on your breathing is you have to count. So you breathe in, one, two, three in your mind, and you breathe out through your mouth, counting to four during three minutes. What this does is it immediately calms down the nervous system. It balances things out and you get enough oxygen to your brain and into your entire body and you will be able to think clearly. So this is a very good exercise if you have very stressful situations or you have to make decisions fast. Uh, in a meeting or in a heated situation, you always can excuse yourself for three, mi for three minutes. Either you have to go to the bathroom or you have to take a break or whatever it is. Even when you're sitting in the meeting, people don't realize you're doing it. And it helps you to create this clarity of mind that you need to make rational decisions that are not based in fear. This is the first eight approach, I call that, uh, when your whole system is hyperventilating and, and you're nervous and scared and, and, and worried about certain outcomes. Yeah. Is the, the is the technique designed to also bring you into the moment? Because, I mean, you know, f when I think about fear, what I when I talk to clients is that fear, obviously there's fear of something that could be threat to your life. That's that's real fear. But then there's fear right. of something that is not threatening, but it could be tied to something in your past. You know, something, maybe there was something that went wrong or something didn't work out. And now it's being projected to the present moment or into the future and that fear creates stress, you know, from the past. And then that fear can also create anxiety when you project into the future, which right. leads to procrastination. So the breathing will definitely keep you centered where that kind of offsets the fear. So what the breathing does, it is 
bring you immediately back to your center. Mm. And it helps to minimize anxiety. Once you're back in your center, you're able to take action. When you're riddled with anxiety and worries, you're paralyzed. You can't do anything because you can't think clearly. You're rotating probably in circles and nothing is going anywhere. So the fact of bringing yourself back to your center, being able to clink, to think clearly is a very, very good first aid response, I call it, in, yeah, in fear situations and when you have anxiety. It's very rare that we're actually in real life or death situations. So normally fear that we're feeling is either related to the past or, as you said, to the future, right? And this exercise brings us back to the present, in the moment, as you said, and it helps us to focus what we have to do next. Now, how do we find out what to do next? I call this the nine questions to analyze any situation. And normally these are journalist questions for interviews. So maybe I, I mention them slowly one after the other, and then we can talk about it. So the first question regarding any situation, be it in business or personal or finance, whatever it is, you ask yourself, who is involved? How many people? What is it about? When does it have to happen and where? And how long is it going to take? How much is it going to cost, for example? Mm. The quantity question. And then with whom are you going to do that? And why? And then these questions will lead you to the how, to the next step that you can take to solve a problem or situation. So the first one is who, who, then what, who, what, when, where, how long, or how much, or how many, and then why, with whom, and how. And the with whom question is very important because many times people think they have to reinvent the wheel. They have to figure everything out themselves. No, you don't. There are people that have been through similar situations before you that do have the experience and have gotten out of it so it is appropriate in many uh, situations to ask for help and especially when I talk to entrepreneurs they're having a hard time with that because they think um, I have to figure it out myself otherwise I'm a failure or I can't do it myself or this blockage is there that no one can do it better than themselves for example and this is a huge blockage to success because it's going to slow you down tremendously in your progress. Nobody can do everything by themselves because our day has only 24 hours and we only have that much of energy available. So even if you're a genius and you technically can do everything, you're still limited by time mm. and strength. So asking for help is a big one. In that sense. But be careful whom you ask help from. True. Yeah. I think like what you said is that, you know, somebody really has to understand this process or better yet has been through the experience so they can understand, you know, where you are at that point. And they can give you inputs you might not have thought about before. I always say two brains or three brains have more ideas than just one alone. Right. So it's always good to get input from different sides. 
but be careful whom you ask help from. So don't necessarily just go to your neighbor, your friend, your family, or people that you know and are familiar with. Go to professionals that have the background, the knowledge, and the experience to actually give sound advice in whatever area that you're looking for support, right? Um, If it's in business, talk to a professional advisor. If you cannot afford that, go to someone you can afford, but the best or the highest level that you are able to afford for your business. In personal life, um, if you have difficult situations, it helps to talk to friends, but at some point you might want to get help from a professional who has experience and can give you the appropriate inputs in how to get out of a situation when you're stuck, for example. So there's no need to reinvent the wheel and trying to figure everything out. I mean, there's 7.5 billion people on this planet and the likelihood, the likelihood of someone else having experienced similar situations, it's there. It's not like no one has ever experienced that before, right? No, absolutely. And you made a you made a very interesting point about you know contacting somebody who walks the talk, been the experience, has, has been through this experience, and you know a lot of times you know money can be the you know the objection. Oh, I don't have the money. I can't afford mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, time is also money. And the longer somebody spins their wheels in the problem, whether if right. they haven't made an investment or not, they could be forgoing money because had they been working on solving the problem from making that investment and working mm-hmm. within the solution, whether whatever that meant to them, whether if it was business or in a personal perspective, that in essence mm-hmm. would have gotten them back on track quicker where they could have been making more money. So they actually that investment could have actually provided, yielded a higher return than, whereas if you didn't take any action at all and did nothing, you know, you're really right in the same place where you, where you were. And True. so a lot of times people don't really see that long-term, that what the value of investing it, with the right people that, you know, not only understand this process, but actually have lived it. Right. I mean, Uh, Another important point that uh, relates to what you just said now is that, remember the inner voice we were talking about, the critic? Yes. Yes. Especially when we have difficult situation, that voice is relentless. I mean, it's literally tearing us apart. And I think one point that's very important, or two points, when you're encountering difficult situations is number one, I cannot stress this enough, be kind to yourself. Mm. Everyone makes mistakes. There's no such thing as overnight success. Nobody has figured it out from today to tomorrow in their life, no matter how successful they are. They always failed at some point in their life. So be kind to yourself. Give yourself the time to learn and to grow because it's a process. I always say flowers don't grow faster just because you pull their head out. What you Absolutely. do is you kill it. So give and yourself the time to grow. And then when you're growing, it's step by step by, by step, step by step. So as long as you keep yep. moving forward, even if it's slow, even if it's very, very slow, you're still moving faster than the person that does absolutely nothing. 
No, absolutely. We have to go to break, ST, but I want to leave off on that point because I want to come back. Listeners, you know, make sure you come back after the break because we want to get, we're going to wrap where, what ST was talking about there because this is a process and you don't want to miss all these key points. You're listening to ST Wilkinson, again, discussing the importance of clarity for success. We'll be right back after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with S.T. Wilkinson, executive communication coach, trainer, and best-selling author from the Speech Improvement Company. We're talking about the importance of clarity for success. If you're just joining us, again, we've been talking about the concepts to, uh, you know, to find clarity for success in your business or personal life. That's knowing yourself, looking at your roots, acknowledging where you are, putting the puzzle pieces together to create what you desire or want uh, that's important to you. 
Then it's next, you, you know, you want to look at your best possible outcomes. You need to have, you know, be able to better control that self-communication, that inner critic. And there are nine key questions to analyze any situation in terms of, of where you are and where you want to go and how to deal with fear. So if you did miss on that, we highly encourage you to check out the on-demand version that will be available um, after today's live show uh, to gather more information from ST and her expertise in this particular area. Now, that being said, where we left off, ST, I, I wanted to you know have the listeners kind of look into what they've heard so far. And you talk about, you know, happiness in this process. And so how much happiness can one, can you take when you look at this process? Well, it's a very interesting question. I know that um, sometimes when people retire, suddenly they have a heart attack. Maybe you have heard of that, that people that work very, very hard and they're very engaged in their profession and then suddenly they retire and they're looking forward to all the things that they always wanted to do. <laughs> and then they have a heart attack and haven't attained their goal in terms of personal life and happiness. So happiness for me defines what is it that you want in your life, not just in your profession and business and money-wise, but in your life, spiritually, personally, family-wise, emotionally, uh, from your mind, from your spirit, from, from, from your motivation, from your outlook and it goes way beyond just a professional career. So happiness, of course, is defined differently by every single person, right? But happiness has a higher vibration than, for example, sadness. So the body physically has to be able to take happiness. And that's why I ask, how much happiness can you take? And this is a question that leaves many people thinking because they have never actually thought about what in detail is it that makes them happy. They have some wishes and dreams somewhere, but um, they don't have the clarity in detail. What is it and what do I need to do to get there? And what does it involve physically to do it, right? So someone, for example, who dreams a whole lifetime about um, parachuting, but then cannot do it out of physical reasons because the body can't take it. That's what I mean with happiness. How much happiness can you take? Are your dreams realistic in terms of your health, in your environment, and your um, set up in the way how you live? Is it sustainable for that? Does that make sense? Makes sense, absolutely. So we all want to be happy, but we don't realize that it takes several different steps to actually get there. It's not just a moment, a blink in time that happens and then it's gone. It's a conscious decision to create the circumstances that allow us to be happy on a daily basis. And that us a lot of discipline, actually. <laughs> and I think discipline, we should definitely talk about that because that is so important because, you know, motivation is fleeting you know it, it comes in pockets and and but discipline will never let you down even when you don't want to do something when you do it, it it'll always keep you in the game right so when you get out in the more when you get up in the morning and you feel down and moody and gloomy and everything else a lot of people they just put it on the mood 
But no, it might not be your mood. It might be you're dehydrated. You didn't have enough to eat the day before or you didn't sleep enough or your nutrition was off or maybe you drank too much or whatever it is. So the physical needs have not been taken care of properly. And then, of course, that affects the mood as well. So happiness is way more than just a feeling. It's actually a system and you can put it into place and work towards it. And whenever something is out of whack, you know what to do to get it back on track. And this is a very interesting thought and uh, it works in practice because um, I've worked on a system that helps people to analyze in which area in my life is something off. What can I do right now to correct it, to reattain that level of feeling balanced and whole and, and okay and happy? Mm, so and powerful it, and it helps to overcome the blueprint because many times people think um, my mother was depressed or my father had this issue so now I have it too and it's inherited might be I don't know I'm not a doctor but what I do know is that through discipline and routines and uh, habits healthy habits you can balance these things out tremendously you can create a change into a direction that you really want by taking the decision to follow certain routines and structures that you know once you do that you will feel okay and you f- it makes you feel good right and positive habits so no, it's not so destructive habits <laughs> i mean i love what you talked about you know happiness is a choice However, it has to be looked at as, like you said, as a system. You know, it's not something that you turn on and off that you have to put, you got to put work in. It's like going to the gym and, you know, you want to, you want to lose 50 pounds and you want to keep it off. Well, you can't just go work out, lose the 50 pounds and then stop. You got to have some type of maintenance program to maintain that over time. It's the same thing with your happiness. Like you're talking about that, that, you know, motivation will come and go, And moods will come and go. But Mm -hmm. if you're looking for that sustainability to make the choice to be happy, you got to put those habits and disciplines in place that will allow that to happen. And and that's so important that you pointed out that it, you know, that it's a system, you know, a process. It is a system that helps you to override your blueprint. The blueprint is what you were given from your family, from your upbringing, from your system, what you learned as a behavior when you were little. And it can be, you can override it. Now, when, when people say, oh, um, happiness is a choice, right? That sounds like, okay, now I'm miserable and sad and now I want to be happy and I have to create this in my mind. I have to make the emotional decision that, okay, I'm going to be happy now. That's not working. <laughs> that doesn't work. Because if your body is still hydrated and not properly nourished, it's not going to change anything, right? So you have to make sure that your basic needs are first covered in full. Did you eat properly? Did you have enough nutrients? Did you have enough electrolytes? Just drinking water, especially in Asian countries, doesn't help because there's no minerals in the water. So you can dehydrate while drinking, which is crazy Mm. in a way. But do you have enough electrolytes in your body? Did you get enough sleep and rest time? Right? And all these these different things that are important for our health that create the moods 
as well. The mood is not an entity by itself. It's linked to everything else, your environment, your, your um, as I said, your habits, um, what you eat, what you drink, with whom you interact. If you interact on a daily basis with very negative people, then it's very hard to stay positive and happy. So you will have to do a spring cleaning in your life in the sense of get rid of everything that does not create positive energy for you. I don't mean get rid of it literally. (laughs) I just mean (laughs) be aware of the people and the things in your life that drag you down, that create negative energy, that make you feel low. And then replace it with positive people with positive things get rid of stuff you don't use anymore get rid of stuff that's broken that's dysfunctional replace it with things you'll really like and maybe less things many people have totally cramped homes right and once they start clearing out things it it creates the space you need space to breathe and to function and be happy and it's a whole as i said system and it works because I have seen it over and over again uh, in people and institutions when we work on these things, it creates a huge change uh, for the people concerned. No, absolutely. And I think what you know, what, where you were talking, you know, again, because it's a process or a system that it's got to be consistent. It's not something you do once in a while. And that's where discipline comes into play to help offset that uh, lack of consistency. And also being accountable, you know, accountability plays an important role in this process because if we can't hold ourselves accountable or at the very least have somebody help us to keep ourselves accountable, then, you know, this can't be sustainable. You know, clarity requires work. It's, you know, it's just not, like I said, something you do once in a while. And I love how you've outlined for the listeners and the audience of, 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 of the steps in, in, in terms of the process. What other things could you sh- you can can you talk about you know here that could also help the listeners really uh, you know take clarity to another level for themselves? Right, um, I think one really important point is to prioritize what needs to be done right now in this very moment to bring you forward where you want to be at. Um, don't think too far ahead because what it's going to do is it's going to stress you out. It makes us feel uncomfortable and it makes us feel like we're failing. We cannot keep up with everything we need to do. Just focus on these five minutes. What is it right now, right here in this very moment that I need to do now and then get that done? And just do the work one step after after the other. And this allows you, you give yourself permission to be successful if you do it that way. Prioritizing is difficult because many uh, try to please. Many feel like, me included, many feel like uncomfortable when people get upset or angry because their demands are not fulfilled in the very moment. End of the day, you have to realize it is your life and and what you're doing with it is entirely up to you and your responsibility, right? So if you want to create the changes you like, most likely there will be many people that won't be happy about it because people don't want to change, right? 
And we only ever can change ourselves. Now, if we change ourselves and create habits that allow us to be successful, it will ripple through your system. It will affect your family. It will affect your friends, your circle, where you're moving at. And not everybody's going to be happy about it. And what is important is to let go of people-pleasing. The right people that will grow with you, they will stay with you in your life. And maybe the other people, they will be more distant, but they're still there. So it is important to know that you cannot be held hostage by social environments to not grow just because people around you don't want to change. And this needs strength. This needs a lot of strength and focus and it is not easy but trust me the world is always continuing to turn the sun is going up in the east and it's going to set in the west every single day and people eventually will calm down and come back to the senses absolutely so powerful what you just stated there and you know some great closing points to the discussion today and again we highly encourage our listeners to you know, to really listen to this again, even if you have to listen to a second time, it will be on demand that you can listen to to really hear these points clearly, uh, what ST had pointed out. So, ST, um, we wanted to let the listeners know where they can find you, you know, what you're up to, where they can find you, anything else that you would like to pro- offer them or provide them, you're more than welcome to offer here, here in the closing moments. We have about uh, less than a minute left. Um, if somebody wants to connect to me, I have a landing site, which is authorstwilkinson.com, and all the links are provided at the bottom of that page. It is a simple page, but it gives you all the relevant information that you need, plus all the social media links, etc. So it's authorstwilkinson.com. Otherwise, you can Google the speech improvement company in the U.S., and I'm one of their executive communication coaches. Oh, fabulous, fabulous. Well, we want to thank you, ST, for taking the time today. It's very, very late in Malaysia, you know, here midday here in the New York area. We are uh, very grateful for your time today. You shed shed some valuable wisdom and key nuggets today for the listeners to really elevate their game in terms of success by looking at the importance of clarity as the foundation for success. And we want to thank you listeners each and every week tuning in to hear, you know, our guest experts providing input on uh, different concepts that could help you achieve sustainable success in any areas of your life and business. And we'll be back next Thursday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.